0: We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh.
1: Sleep is is not the absence of wakefulness. It nourishes the mind and body and is a very active process. Sleeping while high on drugs, whether it's medicine, medications, or alcohol, is not real sleep. No. And in the average American right now that's taking medications is on an average of six medications. And so what does that do to their ability to sleep and recover? So this is a big deal. Welcome everyone to this conversation. I'm excited to talk about something I don't think we talk about enough. You know, so many times I come into this, this discussion and we talk about leadership principles, how to be better leaders. Well, this is a concept, not even a concept, it's science that says if we want to be better leaders, we have to take care of ourselves better. And part of taking care of ourselves better, I love the analogy, a battery can't give off what it does not have. So if we're the battery, how are we going to give off more? What do we have to do to be more effective in what we're doing every single day? I have a good friend joining me, it's Mr. Tom Williams. Tom is uh, much like myself, we geek out about building businesses and we love businesses and he's been a serial entrepreneur for many, many years and he's gotten into the space of sleep and how to help people sleep better. And so he's going to share with us some technology today. Before we get into that though, Tom, first and foremost, thank you for making time to have this conversation.
0: You're very welcome. I always enjoy uh, talking to you, Nathan.
1: Well, let's dive in. I got some fun facts here on sleep. And I think these facts are very enlightening. We need to pay more attention to our sleep. And I got to tell you right off the bat, I used to always make this statement, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. Well, that is an absolute terrible phrase. I, I, I'm going to quit saying it because I'm going to be dead sooner than later than if I don't start sleeping more. Here's a great fun fact. Two thirds of adults worldwide do not receive the recommended eight hours of sleep. Two thirds—that's no, that's a, a big problem. problem. A very big, big problem. problem.
0: Very big problem. And uh, that's—and uh, even the ones who achieve a full eight, seven and a half, eight hours doesn't mean they're getting a good night's sleep. It just means they're getting a long one. So we specialize right. in looking at productive sleep, not just qualitatively, quantitatively, and qualitatively.
1: Yeah. So here's another one. Humans are the only species, Tom, only species that deprive themselves of sleep. We're the only species. In a, and genetically, humans have massively varying sleep cycles, morning versus evening people. And I know that you hear that a lot, right? From different people. Yeah. And here's something that I've, I've seen in myself is that sleep efficiency decreases with age. Yes. So you need more time in bed trying to sleep to get the same results. Sleep is, is not the absence of wakefulness. It nourishes the mind and body and is a very active process. Sleeping while high on drugs, whether it's medicine, medications, or alcohol, is not real sleep. Huh. And, and, and the average American right now that's taking medications is on an average of six medications. So what does that do to their ability to sleep and recover? So this is a big deal. And so what have you found, Tom, that's made a big difference in what the company you're involved in is Bioposture
0: to help people get better sleep? Well, what we've done, and, and we're very fortunate because we, we our avenue of distribution and, and marketing is the chiropractic community and related orthopedic disciplines. And those uh, practitioners understand better than anybody, including the person whose body they're talking about. What the structural needs are of individual bodies. So uh, you can't, for one thing, you cannot sleep if you're not if your body is not in the right posture. If it's not, if the trigger trigger points are acting up, uh, you can't sleep in pain. So chiropractors and related healthcare professionals are dedicated to, consumed by the total wellness of their patients, and the total wellness cannot exist in its optimum form without sleep. Quality sleep, as I said earlier, not just sleep. A lot of people will say. For instance, I'm I'm just referring to something you had said, that I'll just exercise more and that'll rebuild the energy I'm losing by not sleeping as much. And I just read a phrase recently that says you can't outrun no sleep and you can't outrun a bad diet. So everything has to be in balance and sleep is one that oftentimes is sacrificed because they think it's less important than the other ones.
1: That's a great point. And here's an unbelievable statistic. Sleeping less than six hours a night increases risk of heart disease by 300%. Yeah, 300% increased chance of diabetes with not getting enough sleep. You know, and and here's the one that I think is interesting. If you're looking to lose weight, you have to sleep.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And a lot of people don't think about that because you will feel less full and more hungry when you undersleep. And here's here's the data on that. On average, you will eat 300 more calories if you're not getting the 8 hours of recommended sleep. That means with that 300 more calories per day that you're eating, that'll equate to 10 to 15 pounds gained in a year. And your sleep cravings increased by 40%. So again, we don't hear all this information, right? But I mean, as I was researching and preparing for this, this is like, sleep's a big deal.
0: Sleep is a very big deal. And even the people who tough it out, and is an expression I think I've heard a few times, even if they hear those statistics, they don't believe them or they don't believe it applies to them. But when they get into a position where their health is compromised, they'll often, and they come to a chiropractor, they're gonna get the kind of advice that, they need to get from somebody who's into the total wellness, including sleep wellness. And they will ask questions about what is your sleep process? What's your sleep hygiene? And uh, they find out that it's it's they, they go to bed at a different time every night, eat too late. They drink too late. They get up early. They sleep in on weekends. Everything that about their lifestyle, no matter how good the rest of the lifestyle is, is uh, working against them and, and trying to achieve a, a whole wellness.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to pull apart a couple of your words there because I love them. Sleep wellness and sleep hygiene. So we're going to get into some practical things in just a moment. What can you do about your sleep wellness and your sleep hygiene? But I'm going to continue to make the case for making sure that you're you're spending time very intentionally on this very important aspect of how you take care of yourself, how you lead yourself. Everybody's going to have a, a different reason. For wanting to sleep more, maybe you want to sleep more because you want to increase your motor skills by thirty percent more. Because maybe you're an athlete and you want to perform better. Maybe that's why you dedicate to sleeping more. Maybe maybe your goal is that your gut is not functioning correctly and you've had a lot of gut issues. and And, and the stats tell us that you will have an increase in gastrointestinal problems. Because cortisol increases, and then it starts to to breathe an environment for bad bacteria in your gut. Oh. So when you look at that data, so maybe if you're having gut problems, well, what's your sleep cycle look like? Yeah. yeah. So what's your sleep hygiene, your sleep wellness,
0: right? Absolutely. It has to become a habit. And like all habits that actually become ingrained in the in the muscle memory and the brain memory, it has to be routine, routinized. Yeah. And you have to go to bed no matter whether it's a Monday morning or a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning at the same time and get up at the same time. And you have to not eat two hours or three hours in advance and not drink two or three hours in advance. And you have to not look at your damn phone and uh, tablet. (laughs) Yeah. the body, and and uh, you know this. The body is is confused when by the the blue light that's emitted by those uh, our devices, and they think that the the that it must be daylight. So they stop with the melatonin, and everything is working against you to get to sleep. When you think you're doing this to relax, well, it's not working. So it's not really just getting more sleep; it's getting the right sleep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Very good. I like that. So here's a couple more stats and then let's, let's get into how do you choose the right mattress? What does good sleep hygiene look like? What are some practical things that the listeners can take away? Here's one that might motivate some men out there limiting sleep to five hours a night for a week decreases men's testosterone by a staggering amount, reduces sperm quality and quantity. Other things say that you know what studies show that sleeping more makes you more physically attractive and look healthier. I mean, it's kind of duh, but it's true. Yeah. And then why do we why why do we limit ourselves of, of that sleep? So let's get into sleep hygiene, sleep wellness. Give us you just gave us a few practical things of not eating two hours before you go to bed, reducing blue light. Give us a few other items.
0: To me, the real secret, do it the same way every time. Once you know what you're supposed to do, keep doing it. Don't innovate, don't uh, freelance when it comes to, oh, I think I'll do it differently this time. Once you get into a habit, get into a habit, it's going to work. And the quality of the sleep, you, you look better because you are better. I mean, in a very real sense, when you get the right amount of sleep and the right quality of sleep. So the other components, which one can hear and read in many places, the cool room, the right kind of support surface the right kind of linens over you. And if you're in a room that should be 60 to 67 degrees, you, like a computer, need to be in a cool room, you're not going to meet, need much in the way of blankets. So people who sleep under duvets and fat blankets and things like that are defeating the purpose of rest. They're fighting with them during the night. They're having microaggressions against, against their linens. And uh, that's everything you do that's interrupting the flow, the the, uh, the circadian rhythms and their sleep rhythms is defeating the purpose that you're looking for. So those are some real simple things to do. And I just would say, again, don't have a television in your room. And if you do have it, don't turn it on. And don't take your TV to bed. And don't take your iPad to bed.
1: I love it. So I'm going to give some more. And this isn't my ideas. Again, Tom, you know, how well, I believe if I got to be the smartest guy in the room, I better change rooms. So <laughs> in preparation for this conversation, you know, there's a gentleman, Matthew Walker, he's been studying sleep for years. And he is very adamant about making sure that we get the right amount of sleep. So, here's 12 tips that he gives us. Some oh. of these tips you've already stated. So, you know, stick to a sleep schedule. You said that, Tom. Make hmm. the routine your reward. Your body likes a schedule. Number two, exercise often, but not later than two and a half hours before bed. Right. You know what? I make that mistake sometimes. Well, I exercise and then want to go to bed an hour later. Not not a smart move. Avoid caffeine and nicotine. Avoid alcohol before bed. The alcohol robs you of dream sleep. Avoid large meals late at night and hydration before bed. So simple things that we know, but I know for myself, you get busy and you don't stick to a routine in your own schedule. You eat later. Well, that's not good for your sleep. Avoid sleep disrupting medication. Benefits don't outweigh the risk. This is something that you have to have conversation with your doctor about. Absolutely. You know, I, I know a lot of people that I've taken care of over the years. Tom, they they say I can't sleep, I can't sleep, and then I look at their litany and list of medications. Well, no wonder you can't sleep. Right. So now you got to say, is the medication and what I'm taking it for outweigh the risk of not sleeping?
0: Yeah, and that's a question that probably many uh, MDs and other doctors are not qualified to answer. So that's absolutely correct. And there are certain things you can't control, which makes the ones you can't control even more important. I totally agree. Totally agree.
1: Okay, don't nap after 3 p.m. Have time to relax before bed. Take a hot bath or shower before bed. Yeah. Dark bedroom, cool bedroom, gadget-free bedroom, and a quiet bedroom.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. They, All they, simple
1: you know, things. But I mean, taking a look and doing an inventory of your bedrooms is a, a good idea.
0: Absolutely. There's a, one of the ones that I think most intriguing because it's counterintuitive is to take a hot shower or a hot bath. Well, you would think that that would make you too hot to sleep, but it just has just the opposite effect it's on your body. It cools your body really quickly. So that's something that most people wouldn't think of and it would not occur to them to do that everything else has been published. It's just, it's taking it inside. It's one thing to know it. And mo- the more important thing is to do it and to do it with yeah. frequency and do it with the routine. If you, keep, if you keep changing the target, if the target is to do it the same way every night and you keep changing the target, you'll never hit the target. So the muscle memory and the brain memory is critically important to overhaul health. And it's and as you say, more and more every day, I get uh, Google, I get the highlights of, of uh, sleep-related articles every day. There are 10 or 11 articles Every day on research on the effects of, of sleep on the brain, on the spine. I don't think that we've even gone beyond the tip of the iceberg on how important sleep is, the right kind of sleep. And, and the, the people who take all those drugs, I feel bad for them. I don't know. I don't know what the solution to that is. I don't know that anybody does know what the solution is.
1: Well, we, we talk a lot about you got to exercise, you got to eat right. But I yeah. know there's not enough conversations about how do we sleep right.
0: Sleep right, yeah, absolutely. So a
1: couple more things here. You know, I I thought this one's interesting: proper sunlight exposure. Yeah, you know, getting that vitamin D and how that affects your sleep cycles. You know, and then also just don't lie lie in bed awake. Yeah, you know, you got to put all these you got to put all these things in place in order for your, you to get the best night's sleep that you can. And I think it's critical to say it's not just once in a while; it's got to be a routine.
0: Yeah, absolutely has to be a routine. You're you're wasting your time and everybody else's time if it's not. I had a a friend in the advertising business years ago, a guy named Bill Bernbach, who was a Doyle Dane Bernbach at that time, was a very legendary creative shop. And uh, he wore exactly the same clothes every day. Exactly. Blue suit, white shirt, red tie. And I said, Bill, you know, you're a creative guy. Why don't you? And he said, it makes just one thing. It's a lot easier to do in the morning. So this is it. If you remember your sleep cycle, your sleep hygiene, you don't have to keep remaking it. It's there.
1: That's interesting. You know what? That reminds me too, Tom. That's that's what uh, Steve Jobs did.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: He would just wear black and have had black turtleneck, and he'd wear a bunch of them. He just made the job much easier.
0: It does. It does. That's one thing you one uh, one thing you don't have to worry about in the morning.
1: Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Still applies here, right? Absolutely. You kiss. Okay, so let's let's migrate into. Your business of Bioposture, why I asked you to come here in the first place is because of your your passion for sleep and creating a company around helping people sleep better by providing a mattress that's different, that has technology to help people sleep better. I sleep on one myself, and the technology is pretty fascinating. So just speak to us about what makes your mattress different.
0: Okay. Well, there, there are really three things. And the, the most important one to our chiropractic partners uh, is the fact that it's not available any other way. It's not available retail. It's a proprietary brand for a proprietary question. And that question, as you mentioned earlier, it, at least it's been mentioned before in conversation is, Doc, what should, what do you sleep on? What should I be sleeping on? So we wanted to give them a proprietary answer. So that's the first really unique thing about our brand. Second thing that's unique is that we every one of our products, our pillows, our biosuppers, and our mattresses are covered in a unique performance fabric called salient. And salient basically takes the body's natural emitting heat and recycles it in the body in the form of infrared light. What does that do? Well, it's light, so it's not heated, so it dissipates the heat. And a lot of people have problems sleeping because their mattress and their clothing, the things that they wear are too warm for them. What it also does, though, is it dilates the vessels, and it delivers more oxygen to the body. So, So the body is actually healing while you're sleeping, healing faster. We call it supercharging your sleep. The third thing we have, and we're working on resolving this because we we, we really do believe there's a, a future for a flame retardant chemical that is not toxic. But right now, most of the mattresses are covered in a, a flame retardant that is toxic, and that has been proven to have a very serious health, negative health benefit and negative health effects. We can have, because we, we deal through uh, licensed professionals, we can have of my, a bioposture mattresses is made without the letter of the toxic chemicals with a letter of medical necessity. So we, when a doctor introduces a patient to our product, the patient decides to take their doctor's advice and that, and that we will send the doctor a format for a letter of medical necessity, which allows us to manufacture that patient's mattress without the toxic flame chemicals. That's critically important to the slope sleep wellness, because if you, if you're inhaling chemicals while you're sleeping that sort of defeats the purpose also your sleep hygiene is critically important and that's one way to clean it and keep it clean
1: okay so what i want you to tell the story because i think it's you know as i learn more about this why did they start putting those chemicals on the bed in the first place
0: well uh it, it, it actually if somebody was smoking in bed back in the 50s and 60s a it was fairly common to smoke and and b fairly common to smoke in bed and uh, this person in California, and that probably doesn't come as a surprise, in California fell asleep, the bed caught on fire, the fire went out of control, killed that person, burned the house down. There was a movement immediately that that we have to protect people from this menace. And it, and it is a menace, and there's a lot of things in an average house that couldn't add to the conflagration uh, so they, there was a rule in California, a state law that was uh, was passed in 1975, that said, well, we have to have flame retardant chemicals in all children's bedding, children's clothing, mattresses. It doesn't apply to pillows, doesn't apply to bed toppers, but in furniture and carpeting and most of the house accessories. So that's how it happened. And then it became a national, it was turned into a federal law. And the federal law has been governing all the mattresses made in the United States ever since then.
1: Yeah, so I don't think we always understand that, that, that where some of these laws are made, and maybe they need to be thought of. And it, you know, first of all, maybe you shouldn't smoke in bed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I, you right? shouldn't smoke. Period. Uh, yeah, not
1: a smoke period, but then smoke in bed. You know, we don't talk enough about the the chemicals that we wonder why our mortality rates, morbidity rates, continue just to be in the toilet here in the United States. Well. Our food is different. The fungicides, the pesticides, the herbicides, the chemicals in and all around us in our clothes and on our beds. So, again, we're not going to avoid everything, but what can we avoid? And I think what you've done here is you've created a product of something that we're supposed to be doing eight hours a night to provide the best environment for our bodies to be well to have that good sleep wellness and sleep hygiene you know i know you you said you sell these through doctors of chiropractic and then other disciplines as well but if somebody wants to learn more about bioposture what's the easiest way to learn about it and they can they could purchase a mattress like this directly from you
0: absolutely we do not have a retail presence so the the question that we have to anticipate and answer quickly is uh when they say can where can i try it out and we have to say Uh, You can't try it out. Uh, You can try it out by ordering it and have 90 days to evaluate it on your own in your own home in an environment that is real rather than an environment in a retail store. Uh, Interestingly enough, there's been research done that proves that people who buy in the store based upon a test rest in the store are no more likely to be satisfied. It has no effect on the satisfaction versus somebody who buys online and gets it there and tries it in their own home. So that uh, it's critically important that the people understand that about our mattress.
1: If you want to learn more about this mattress, Bioposture, it's bioposture.com. So just go to bioposture.com. You can learn about this technology. And I want you to, it's it's not just about a mattress, but a mattress is a part of sleep hygiene. It is. A mattress is a, is a part of sleep wellness. A lot of the things that I want to get across to you today in this conversation is that when you're looking at your own health and your own wellness, you're looking at your ability to lead yourself better, to lead other people better. If you're wanting to get more productivity, you want to get more out of life, taking a hard look at how you're sleeping and how you can sleep better it's the purpose why we're having this conversation.
0: Bioposture.com is our website, and it's a transactional website. We do ask you who your doctor is. If you don't have a doctor, obviously you can buy a Bioposture mattress, but you can't buy one at retail. But if you do have a doctor, we strongly recommend, and we're putting together messaging to this extent right now, that the smart way to buy a mattress is to go to somebody who understands the architecture of your body and is com- totally committed to, the, your, to your overall wellness, including sleep wellness that's a chiropractor, that's an orthopedic, that's many doctors, many disciplines, acupuncture, naturopath, and go to those people and ask them. If you don't have one of those, you might want to think down the road to get one. But in the meantime, you can go to bioposture.com and we'll be happy to help you. And we'll be happy to steer you to a doctor if in fact you uh, you're interested in making a, a connection like that.
1: Well, this is awesome information. It's great to to, to see you again and to yeah. have this conversation on sleep. I, I do want people to, you know, some people go, well, why why are you bringing this conversation? Because, you know, you start talking to, to people. There's a lot of people that struggle. I got really, some of my closest people to me really struggle with sleep. Absolutely. And we got to give them more information. And the purpose of this conversation is to provide information that this is a real deal. If you're having trouble sleeping, I know even for myself, I don't do a good job sleeping eight hours a day, and probably the biggest takeaway for me is I have to have a better routine. My routine yeah. is not that great.
0: Yeah, yeah. As I said at the beginning, it's that simple and that difficult. Routinize yeah. the whole sleep cycle. Yeah. It's it's, it's, hard, it's hard to do, but easy to say. And uh, there are a lot yes. of people remember that seven to nine is the is the is the uh, gap that most people will say. If you get seven hours of sleep, many people can do just fine on seven hours of sleep. I do that myself. And nine, anything more than nine, there are there are really some major health hazards to sleep longer than that. So when you, there really is a sweet spot, and that sweet spot is seven to nine hours. I
1: look at my dog Tom. She sleeps all kinds of hours. Maybe that's what she's got the energy to get all home.
0: The statistics are really based on humans, not on other <laughs> carbon-based life forms.
1: I love it. All right, Tom. Well, I appreciate this conversation. Appreciate it so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nathan. Great to see you again. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.